are. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Insight Now Founders Conversation. It's uh, Wednesday in in Australia. How's how's beautiful mm-hmm. Australian doing? Uh, well, actually, um, it's been really quite interesting because we've had this uh, uh, typhoon. Well, not typhoon. We call them cyclones because they are cyclonic. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's been been hitting our country. A lot of flooding right up north and some of that's going to sort of head down our way so there's a lot of water around which is really interesting at this time mm-hmm. of the year for that to, mm-hmm. that to be occurring um mm. so that's that's uh that's really great fun got easing of some COVID restrictions around some of the places and okay. so you know some of it's coming back to well i don't know if you call it normal but a little bit more normalized so yeah, we've got Dave, Dave Champion, who's a champion and who turns up on a regular basis. So, hi, Dave. Great to see you, Dave. He's got a big good smile to today. Yeah, good, good smile. Yeah, so um, that's it. Uh, really interesting. Uh, yesterday, uh, we, we, we tried to do a live stream um, and uh, it couldn't happen because uh, uh, our major uh, carriers of internet and so forth into, into and out of this state got severed. Uh, in a in a couple of places, a good conspiracy material because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually war, we, you know, we, there the was way. rumor. Well, there was rumor going around that uh, you know Russia turned off the internet, and um, you know so that was a pretty serious rumor for some people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was it was just some roadworks and civil construction in two different locations, uh, you know, separated by an ocean. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're cut off so. <laughs> James Champion says, "That's what happened. That's right. That's right. Come on, that's great. Now, are you doing, Peter? How's Ohio? Warming up. Finally, warming up. You know, it's that time of year where you just get to start to have some warm days, and you know, and not expect them to leave. You know, uh, and and we can have like a forty or fifty degree day, and." in January or February, but you know, it's, it's few and far between, but now it's like, no, these are going to be increasingly common. So we've had multiple days this week that are a little warmer and just very pleasant. So we're starting to thaw out. Yeah. We're thawing yeah. out too, but we've had piles and piles and piles and piles of snow. So little ice dams are created because of snow mm. piles. And now, you know, the church is flooded today. So dealing oh. with all that craziness. Cause the, uh, you know, it's just like, man, the water cannot drain fast enough so wow. we had, uh, had some of the guys from the church came out and redug a trench and you know they're trying to pump water out so it's not you know oh my I mean, just so just sorry. craziness but you know things happen this is you know nothing new here because we have so much snow you yeah know, up here but yeah yeah you know. i think i think um that russia didn't do it no russia didn't do it okay they might have been rushing to do it but they <laughs> Uh, I, I think that the backgrounds also speak a little bit. I mean, if you see the background behind Peter, you know, it's those, all those nice in order, <laughs> very cleanly, all that. Yeah, like it's 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 very much like you, Peter, in comparison to my books behind it. Just like they just, you know, just I ain't got no books. And everywhere. I ain't got no and books behind me. I know. That's that's what I was next going to say. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that I didn't fit. 
right? Which one of these is not like it's the not other? not like the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the one in the middle. The one in the middle, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. The one in the middle. <laughs> now it's me. <laughs> I'll just start swapping you all over the place. So, um, talking talking about about conspiracy, it seems like there's a lot of, um, a lot of conjecture, a lot of places that we go that aren't necessarily based on facts. Some are right. I mean, Mm -hmm. the most common phrase around here is, is, you know, call it a conspiracy until it's proven right or proven true. You know, that's one of the things that they, you know, we say up here a lot, you know, because everybody will have some conspiracy theory and give it enough time and it'll happen. Um, But, you know, so much of that, of course, is based on fear. Right. And and we look at things from that fear based perspective where we're actually, you know, trying to figure out how do we make sense of something? Right. How do we because we're afraid of what's coming and yep. um, and oftentimes that's that's what's happening there i think i think the foundational sorts of things that are established in your in your life and that you operate out of yep um you know like for instance if you if your eschatology if you're if you are thinking about you know i can't wait to get off this planet and get out of here i'm looking for the rapture i'm looking for opportunity like this then you know i've lived my life hearing how this was the end time or this was the end time or this was the end time i've heard it so so many times um you know things like the mark of the beast you know that was credit cards and that was barcodes and that was you know social security numbers yeah because people are looking for you know what if you look for you'll find come on you know and so you know and that's one of the things that's really difficult when that we are trying to fit what's happening around the world into our into the the mindset that we've got rather than looking for you know where does this fit within the kingdom because if we've got a kingdom mindset if we're looking for then we will seek first the kingdom that's what jesus said you know go and find where the kingdom can manifest and how the kingdom can move forward um if you're looking to check out get out of here get into heaven and so that's what I'm looking for because, you know, if I, I'm out of heaven. But the reality is we're seated there already. Yep. Yep. And what we're supposed to do is learn how to operate from heaven to earth. Yep. You know, and one of the biggest things, and you just talked about it, that I think that conspiracies tend to have this um, uh, um, really ready place is, is fear. Yep. yep. You know, um, fear itself. You know, and we, we, you know, we, we, we know about it. We see about it. I hear people and I'm surprised at how they become fearful about mm-hmm. this, the plague, this, the, uh, the COVID, or they become fearful about, the, you know, the fact. And we know that markets, stock markets, are just operate in this whole fear thing because it doesn't make any logical sense. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. so... Um, and and so fear is is such a weapon that the enemy uses that we actually don't have any right to participate in. Come on, hmm. you know. So now we're talking about destructive fear. We're talking about yep. a yep. fear that's a negative based fear. We're talking well, about 
You know, what's the acronym that you use for fear? False evidence appearing real. And, you know, one of the one of the aspects of fear, you know, and faith is just where's you, where's your where is it directed? Right. Because you're believing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because because yeah. it is an issue of I believe something negative. Therefore, I'm afraid or I'm believing what God's going to do. Therefore, I'm full of faith. Right. And yep. and and I feel like you're mm -hmm. you're, you know, in this um reality of what's true versus what's not true that false evidence appearing real it feels like um a lot of the evidence that we have uh would point us you know whether it's media reports or whether it's you know even my own experience with covid you know different things that we can point to and go oh i have evidence that this is what it is and yet when it's attached to fear it's we're seeing the wrong evidence yep. yeah well the definition of fear is believing that what you cannot see will happen yep right so fear yep. is believing yep. that what you cannot see it will happen mm -hmm. now we know that the definition of faith other than uh, you know hebrews yep. 11 1 is really right. believing that what you cannot see will happen yeah, so they right. both have the same definitions. One is negative and one is positive. So one takes you into the negative. It takes mm -hmm. you into depression. It takes you into anxiety. It takes you into all of those sorts of things. Whereas the other one, fear, will false a faith, sorry, will actually take you into fruit of the spirit. It'll take you into hope. It'll take you into all those sorts of um, right. um, areas. And, and, yep. and so we get to choose. Yep. Well, but yeah. what's been happening over the last few years is that the proponents of fear have become more, uh, how do we call this? They've become a little bit more subtle. They've become a little bit more clever. And so yes. they've dressed up fear so it doesn't mm. look like fear, mm -hmm. right? Which is what a counterfeit does. A counterfeit yep. appears real. Right until you actually examine it a little bit closer, and what's happened is that people have not been used to examining this a little bit closer. Yeah, you know they've been used to just accepting it because it 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 you know like if it if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it's probably a swan, a duck. Oh, duck. Okay, but that doesn't work with counterfeit. It's true. It's true. Guys. Scripture brewing in, in me over here about this. Me too. Me Isaiah, too. Isaiah 8, um, and I'll read verses 11 through um, the start of 14. Isaiah said, For the Lord spoke thus to me, and with a strong hand, and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, Do not say a conspiracy concerning all that this people call a conspiracy, nor be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. So conspiracies called us, cause us to be afraid of threats, and they also cause our hearts to be troubled. And then mm -hmm. it says, the Lord of hosts, him you shall hallow, you know, hallowed be thy name. Let him be your fear and let him be your dread. He will be as a sanctuary. And, you know, one of the difficulties of conspiracy is that sometimes there can be truth to them, you know, and that, right. that's where it gets tricky. One of the things, though, that I've learned <clears throat> is that 
the, that when we get into the mode where everything is a conspiracy, usually we're fearing something and the fearing, the thing we're fearing is not God. And so what we see in Isaiah eight is there's a juxtaposition of saying, don't be like the people that don't know me, I think is what it's saying there. Yeah. It's saying, don't, and here's how you're going to not be just like the rest of the world. Don't call it, don't, it doesn't say call nothing a conspiracy. It just says, don't call everything a conspiracy that they say is a conspiracy. And it says, here's what that's going to do for your heart. You're, instead, you're going to hallow the Lord, him mm -hmm. you shall fear. And so I think that what we're dealing with is really a, a place of worship because conspiracy begins to actually worship a fear instead of worshiping God. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I also, you know, I, I think that right now we live in such a clouded and shrouded society when it comes to communication. Truth is shrouded, right? Truth is hard, actually can be very difficult to discover. You know, right now the entire world is stuck in the fog of war, mm -hmm. right? While Russia's, you know, it's this common term of fog of war. It's where you don't know what's actually happening. And for example, you've got three different reports from leaders in Ukraine that have all been proven false, right? Like, and you go, wait, hold on. Like, you know, like in the fog of war, you start realizing like there's different things happening than what we're being told is actually happening. Mm -hmm. Right across the board. And we know that that was true on election night and it's true for the next six months. And it was true on, you know, mm -hmm. any any major event. And I feel like this is part of the issue that we're having to deal with is mm -hmm. what seat do we sit in when we look at these Come circumstances? On. Because that is going to give us more insight into the truth is the seat that we mm -hmm. sit in not what we hear, not the circumstances we see, not the things that we have going on around us, because it's easy to go, well, we can, I mean, we can talk about election January 6th. You could talk about, um, you know, war with Ukraine. We have all these different major events that are going on and that have happened and we could call them all conspiracies and actually be fairly justified to call a lot of them conspiracy. And then the other thing we can look at is go, and I'm not saying that things aren't real or not happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying some people can call out a conspiracy within those, those arenas, but then we have to look and go, okay, well, what is the truth? Well, the truth is, is that we are, we are uh, required to sit in a place where the person of truth, where Jesus is actually the one that we're we're taking our notes from uh -huh. right because the circumstances are going to shift and change why are we so bent on those why are we so focused on circumstances and events like that when he's he's immutable he's not going to change so we've got you know we we've just got to change our perspective a little bit because then we get tied into the conspiracy, we get tied into the viewpoint, we get tied into the vantage point, and we're no longer able to see clearly when the thing needs to change, when the perspective is required to shift, because we got off of the foundation of Christ, and we're now on the foundation of what we believe. That's so good. So, so we, um, you know, we, we can we can really talk about the the the, the symptoms, or we can actually talk about what this looks like. Um, and the three of us could talk about it for hours, uh, yep. giving giving perspective, giving all those sorts of things. And we know that one of the one of the things that 
um, the apostolic gift does is it brings perspective. It brings a definition, different definition. And that's why uh, what we are seeing and will continue to see a greater connection between particularly the apostolic and the prophetic, or yep. the apostles and prophets. Um, that's what we're going to see more and more happen uh, over the years to come. But I'm, I'm, what I'm wondering today are what are the sorts of things that we can uh, suggest to people that's going to help protect them or help them to yeah. to get <clears throat> hold of truth, you know, get hold of things in the midst of all that's going on? I'll, I'll start with one. If, if okay, go ahead, go ahead. Chris. All right, well, uh, let me just say uh, a common pitfall for um, prophetic people is to see in part and assume the end. Come on. Right. Like we, we see like, oh, I can see X, Y, and Z coming together. I see what the Lord's doing or I see what's happening yeah. even in world events. And then we then will extrapolate that to the end and come up with the conclusion long, long before God's actually given that word. So good. Yeah, and Tony says that's good word yeah, for the times. Word. Yeah, this is good. Do, do you think that's, do you think just putting on that just for a minute before you come mm -hmm. in, Peter, do you, do you think that's what it really sort of means that we know in part and we prophesy in part? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I also, I also think this is why we judge words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes, um, you know, people will add their salsa verde, their little mm -hmm. topping on top of the burrito, the meat of yeah. the actual prophetic word. And then we're going to splash a little this on there, a little this, and, and it's going to yeah. go, actually that doesn't belong on the burrito. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think like, I think like it's good for us to, to be testing our words and running them through instead of having hubris to mm -hmm. just assume that if I see it and feel it, it must be God. I, I, I think we, we, we've got to re continually refine our filter. Yeah. I think so if that's a good way to say it. I don't know. So could I, could, could I just, you know, um, you know, set in place that when it talks about judging the word, it doesn't mean to judge it to make it wrong or find right. it's mm -hmm. wrong. That's it actually right. means to judge it so yep. that it is the full picture so Correct. that it is delivered in a way that's received Same with testing testing not to prove it's wrong that's but right. testing to prove the wholeness of it and yeah. yep. um if we understand that we are prophesying in part then we are going to want the other parts to come in too correct so yes. a prophet can have this part and another prophet yep. can have this part and an apostle can come here and bring these together and and actually create the full picture so that it becomes a, a good expression and reflects, you know, who heaven is and what the Father's trying to say. Yes. But if you just take your part there, mm -hmm. you, you're not bringing the whole the, the, the whole message to it. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, we we need each other. We need community. Mm -hmm. We need relational yeah. connections mm -hmm. with people to be able to get fully what's going on. Peter, I'm sure well, you're but... waiting to say something. <laughs> oh, it's good. Well, I think that you know, we're asking this general question of how do we process some of these sorts of things? And one is we're saying process them in community. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes you'll notice, I mean, just to be very practical, is that when people get into a lot of fear, if I get into a lot of fear, if someone gets into a conspiracy, again, some conspiracies might be true. It doesn't say call nothing a right. conspiracy. It just says, don't call yeah. everything a conspiracy. Sure. It's a, it's saying, don't, don't position your heart 
into this dispositional place of fear, expecting that all of the world is able to, to outsmart God and, and, and fear and evil are bigger than the goodness of God in your lifetime. And so what the first thing we're saying is like in the prophetic, particularly the prophetic, you know, we, we hear things, we sense things, and we're saying process those in community. You know, and another thing, um, so maybe point two that I would make, Psalm 73 is a favorite of mine, and it talks about um, really that the psalmist had, he said, truly God's good to Israel, but my feet had nearly slipped. I was envious of the boastful. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And then for about 10 verses, he just bemoans sort of how all of this evil and evil people, wicked folks, they're all prospering. Nothing goes wrong with them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But in verse 15, it says, if I had said I'd speak thus, behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. And when I thought about how to understand this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. That's right. Then I understood their end. Yeah. There's there's something about like I, I would say the second point would be a, a, in processing things that could be fearful, things that feel like they might be conspiracies and stuff. First point, do that in community, especially if you're processing things prophetically. Yeah. But the other thing, the other thing I'd say is do it like Chris said, from that seat of the presence of God, come into the place of the presence of God. You know, sometimes we need to suspend our thinking for just a minute until we come into the place of light. You got to come into God's presence. And what, what happens is his word is a lamp unto our feet in his presence, but also just his actual abiding in him, you know, abide in me and let my words abide in you, Jesus said. So in other words, you can't just get his words. You actually have to have positioned yourself in his presence in order to properly hold God's words. So well, there's there's something about that. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I would also, a um, friend of mine made this statement to me uh, a couple of days ago. He says, um, uh, prayer is entering into the design room with God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the it's the place where things get designed is in prayer. And I think, you know, obviously in faith, if you're going to ask for anything in his name in prayer, right? Like, mm -hmm. so, so what, what's in our hearts to do? Like we have to begin to design that more in prayer, but I, I felt like, you know, that revelation that he's in us as prophets, right? When we prophesy, oftentimes we're prophesying from that seat of my thought versus the seat of his presence within. And, mm -hmm. and I think that what we're getting at is this humility to lay down all of our thoughts before the Lord, you know, just to like, cause it's part of who we are. We just have to continually like allow ourselves that space with God to have everything laid bare before him. I think that will purify the prophetic more than more than a lot of different things things will go ahead mark you 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 had a look no no i i'm i'm just i'm thinking thinking about what you're saying i, I mean yeah yeah um, I, let me hit let me hit dave champion says our relationships are our extra portion that's great yeah that's good we'll marinate on that and then tony says his presence keeps our hearts in that realm of peace that jesus left for us amen yeah yeah. 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 Because then you're not in fear. Yeah. Let, let right? the peace of God rule in your heart. That's right. Let the peace of God rule in your heart. And there, there is something about that whirlwind of the bad mm -hmm. report, you mm -hmm. know, and, and stirs you up. 
conspiracies have that sort of feeling. Do you guys ever feel that? Like where mm-hmm. it just, it's kind of whirlwind like, mm-hmm. and it kind of, like you say, it stirs you up. It sucks you in. It causes you to start to, to tend to doubt any other evidence that is contrary to it. You know, it has those sorts of feelings. They, it really, they do suck you out of the place of peace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I had a, revelation on um distrust a while back i think peter you and i talked about that but one of the one of the fruits of distrust is conspiracy mm-hmm. right it's where we begin a process of creating narratives and creating things that aren't real that aren't there like we suddenly like for example russia taking out your power Mm -hmm. right and your internet um you know in australia it's like well that that is there's a fear there that is creating this place of distrust Mm -hmm. and so that might be a really good check like what am i trusting in come on that's good I, i i think that we can't um emphasize enough the the concept that we've talked about a lot and that's you know that's uh submission mm, yeah you know and a lot of people know it in its in its very old form in some respects you know like a just a bad form or bad experience but you know the reality is that if i've got something that i've heard um and you know, it's it's uh, it, it feels like it's conspiracy. And I come to you too and I say, hey, I heard this, you know, um, you know, like we didn't have any internet yesterday. I couldn't do the live stream. Um, you know, there's a rumor going around that it's, you know, it's it's Russia. What what do you guys think? You know, help me, you know, because I'm starting to believe that. Yeah. You know, and then you start to ask questions. Well, this and this and that. And I, um, I think I think when you have in a place where you have people around that you built relationship that they'll often say something. And for me, sometimes I can, I can be thinking something and I can have a really good um, case in my head. And it's not until I actually, I speak it out. I realize how dumb it is, how stupid (laughs) and dumb it is. And then I have friends who say to me, Mark, um, you know, like that's dumb. You know, because yeah, <laughs> friends can do that. You know, that, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> and you're thinking, yeah, it is, isn't it? But you know, but uh-huh. in my little world, it was it, yep. it was really quite because I've heard this and I've seen this and I've seen this. I, I had this just this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some things that uh, I read on on the internet, and they came from some legitimate sources. It seemed. Or at least one did. One was a government agency, you know, and another was this. And it wasn't until I heard some other people and they gave me a completely different perspective on it, which I thought, ah, that's why that. Now that fits in a context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think you know, that fear is so good at taking things out of context. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And I that's think really about, good. I think about so many relationships that are torn down. Um, because we're, we actually are afraid of finding out what the truth is Mm -hmm. because the truth might not be what we want it to be just because there's the option. There's the option that 
that might be involving rejection or it's the option, right? Yeah. That it might involve somebody said something disparaging or it could be a total misunderstanding, a total yeah. miscommunication, but we don't even address the issue. We won't even go there because we're afraid. We've created a conspiracy now and we're afraid of having mm -hmm. the conversation just in case it's true. But isn't that isn't that another side of, of why mm -hmm. we often don't submit things to people because we've made up in our minds that's and our right. heart what we go. want to do. That's right. And it doesn't mm -hmm. really matter if this is doesn't going to matter. hurt me or it's going to be described because I've yep. made up in my heart, I want to do this. So I'm well, not going to submit it to any environment that's going to challenge that correct. and say, hey, yep. listen, you're really silly if you do this because yep. It's going to hurt you and it's going to do this. Now I've already made up my mind. I don't want to submit it to you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Well, and we've talked a bit about um, this concept of self-deception, right? Yep. Is this mm -hmm. like we're very justified to continue down the course that we're on without anyone else's input or whatever. We're just going to go do our thing. And 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 when we do get input, we, we always filter it through what justifies my behavior. We don't actually filter it through trying to change anything. We try and just continually, to, whether it makes me a victim or a victor, I'm going to continually, you know, make it work for whatever I want it to work for. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. In that place of deception. Right. Because we're afraid of the rejection or we're afraid of being controlled or we're, we're afraid of whatever that other thing is. Right. But the important thing is that I did it my way. Right? Mm, yeah, thanks, my Frank. Way. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> I wasn't going to sing it. Oh, well, we're yeah, grateful. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Chris. Anytime. Man. Anytime. Hey, I, I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid to say it. <laughs> well, um, I, one of the things that I, I just, I feel like is, is really important. If we're going to talk about fear as we kind of, we're gonna wrap up our time a little bit. Um, you know, uh, Math Mark uh, eleven twenty four in the Passion says talks about you know the mountain being thrown into the sea. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the reason I urge you to boldly believe for whatever you ask for in prayer. Be convinced that you have received it, and it will be yours. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like you know that that opposite of the fear. Is moving if we're going to be in the opposite spirit, we need to determine and ask for in prayer in the design room with God, in the place where we can begin to develop what is it, God, in our hearts that we want, what is it that you're wanting to do, and begin to ask Him for those things to manifest mm -hmm. by faith the things that He wants to do, that He's put in our hearts to do. Then we're not focused on loss and we're not focused on the fear, we're not focusing on all of the the awful evil things that we now have to create a conspiracy about right we have to begin to believe god for what he wants to do yeah. and to and to, re, to remember too that perfect love yes god's perfect love yeah casts yep. out fear it's the yep. love yeah that's casting yeah. out the fear so yeah. our part of that is to embrace and to understand what that perfect love looks like mm-hmm what 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 does it look like it looks like i'm secure in it it looks mm -hmm. it's 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 um unconditional it what does that look like? so the more that you understand the more that you embrace because god can't love you any more or any less than he does so that's not it's not about you know him doing more it's about us 
understanding and experiencing because then that what that love does is it 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 itself casts out the fear. It doesn't mm-hmm. say perfect love will help you to cast out the fear. It says perfect love evicts the fear. Mm-hmm. It gets hold of it mm-hmm. and says, get out of here. Mm-hmm. You can't okay. stay because we're not going to coexist. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, well. Mm. So what Tony was saying was that his presence, his love, right, his ex- expression of his love, the experience of his love keeps our hearts in the realm of his love and the realm of peace Mm-hmm. that Jesus has obtained for us, that Jesus mm-hmm. has left for us. Yes. And so th- that's that's why, you know, in, we, we talked about last week, Psalm 23 says, you know, fear can't mm-hmm. conquer me because you already have. You already have, yep. So powerful. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking about um, our friend Dave Crone just released a book. Um, remind me of the title again of it, Mark. I got it, 21 Days of... 21 Days of... Uh, food for your soul, isn't it? Something yes. Like those mm-hmm. ones. Soul yeah. food. Uh, 21 soul days of soul yeah. food. And, and Mark wrote, yeah, wrote the forward, which was great. And uh, yeah, I would just commend forward. that. <laughs> forward. I'd get the book just for the forward. <laughs> and uh, I've only read a few chapters so far, but there's this idea, and it's really good. I'd, I'd encourage the book. But there's this idea of feasting. You know, he prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. And I think maybe we even talked about this recently on here. And I feel like that's something, you know, as we, as we're wrapping up and we're thinking about fear and how to not walk in fear. And so much of this comes down to whose presence you're standing in. That's right. And I think, I think that there's a tendency to eat from the wrong table, not recognizing that even when the world's in turmoil, even when there's difficulty Mm -hmm. around us, even when there's challenging circumstances, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There is a table that's available for us that he's setting for us. And if we can find that table in the midst of, of difficulty, you know, not just in the midst of your enemies, but in the, just in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of bad reports. Um, you know, we see with the, with the um, there's a conspiracy theory among the 12 spies. 10 of them came back with a bad report. They were convinced of it. Two of them came back with God's report, you know, and, and, and so, and, you know, it, it, sometimes it's, it's not just having the right or the wrong facts, but it's not mm. having God's view of the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> sometimes, that's you good. know, um, I felt like the Lord spoke to me a while ago is that worry is gossip against the goodness of God. And there's, there's some, there's something Come about on. sometimes where we're, we're, we're carrying on a conversation with ourselves or with others wow. that's gossiping against the goodness of God. Ooh, and, yes. and if we can, if we can recognize that's that good. there's a table that's prepared for us because it stopping fearing can be hard, but changing the table we're eating at, like Dave's talking about in his book, um, mm. you know, if we can find God's table, so much of, mm. of, of what we're eating and therefore, whether it's producing fear or faith will change. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. That's, mm. that's, yeah, that's good stuff. So Dave, um, Dave said, wow. Should we, uh, should we close it out, Mark? I, I think so. Yeah. I think, we, I yeah. think uh, we, we could talk on the subject too for a long time. There's a lot to yeah. say, but I think we've said enough today. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, do you want anybody want to pray? Okay, I'll do it. Uh, Father God, thank you so much for what you're doing. Uh, thank you, God, that you are uh, giving us the capacity and ability to step out of fear, mm -hmm. that your perfect presence, your love for us is casting out fear. And we choose, Father, to operate in the opposite spirit. We choose to come when we experience fear, when we experience anxiety and worry, or we are building a conspiracy or whatever's happening in that realm, God, we can come to you and receive your perfect love. We can, mm -hmm. we can come and receive the truth of who you are. And Lord, I'm asking in Jesus name that you would awaken with us, within us a fire to, to operate in faith, uh, just burning us this desire and a fire within us to operate by believing you and what you're doing and what you're trying to do in and through us, God. I pray that we would um, take all of the uh, prophetic words and all the different things that that we talked about here today, some of those processes. Uh, Father, will you keep us humble, <laughs> help us to stay humble so that we can seek out feedback in communities, so that we can submit words before we've already made up our minds. Mm-hmm. And to Father, allow you to shape us in this in this amazing process. And uh, Father, we're grateful and thankful for what you're doing. Um, thank you for the upgrade that we get today in Jesus' name. Amen. Yep, that's Amen. right. Yep. 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 Amen. Yep. Amen. So, so let us um, our discussion today not be the end for people, but the the trigger. Yeah. The trigger for discovery. Trigger mm -hmm. for freedom. Um, the trigger for for new perspective, the trigger for uh, a victory, mm -hmm. uh, a trigger mm -hmm. for a breakthrough. Uh, so I think that our discussion today, if people will take hold of it, whether they hear it now, mm -hmm. whether they hear it next week, whether they hear mm -hmm. it sometime in the future, mm -hmm. this conversation, mm -hmm. as simple as it may sound, will actually be an empowering of a trigger mm -hmm. that triggers revelation that triggers yep. breakthrough that triggers yeah. something mm -hmm. i just got that word trigger I just feel like yep. it's a trigger you know pull the trigger come on. and then you get the action mm. come on come that's on good. that's good okay um good. well uh what's the uh, opening date for life of a seer mark oh yes uh it's uh it's march 16 uh 16th of march march 16 whichever way you want to put <laughs> it we have different yep. date formats okay. around the world, um, but it's uh, it's going to be on um, uh, Wednesday. Uh, isn't that Wednesday evening? It is the sixteenth, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Wednesday. Um, yeah. Five p.m. Five p.m. Pacific time. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, yeah, so um, we're excited we about every it. every other week. Every other week, Malvina and I. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited about working with uh, Malvina. Uh, she has such. Uh, there's just so much revelation and it's going to be really, I think really helpful for people because you know how we talk about um, words of knowledge and we talk about wisdom. We've talked about those things and there's a spirit of wisdom, but understanding, and there's a spirit of understanding. And when you, yep. when you become understood and you've spent most of your life being misunderstood, it's just freedom land. It's just right. absolutely breakthrough. Land. And that's what we want to do. Is yes. we want to help people to under to, to mm. be understood, feel understood, and to understand. Come on, love it. 
I love so it. So good. It'll be fun. It's going to yeah. be fun. It's going to be really good. And of course, Friday is um, Homemade Family with Nathaniel and Amy here on the Insight Now channel. So uh, you can find the schedule up. Um, we've got a slide on our header and Facebook for that schedule. You can find that and, um, you know, make sure you turn on notifications. So you're going live. We'll tell you with that. I think we're, I think we're all set today. Hey, bless you guys. Bless, bless you too. You. See right. you guys. Bye.